Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Far Above Rubies. My name is Erin Holmes, and I'm the pastor's wife at Journey Church in Henderson, Nevada. Through Far Above Rubies, we dig deeper into the Word of God, not only to find out more about who He is, but also about who we are in Him. If you enjoy the podcast, be sure to subscribe and invite your friends to do the same. Now, a short word about our sponsor. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Far Above Rubies today. I'm so very glad that you're tuning in. We are taking a look at the miracle of crossing the Red Sea today. Your reading challenge is going to be Exodus chapter 14, and we're going to read verse 31 together. It says, When the people of Israel saw the mighty power that the Lord had unleashed against the Egyptians, they were filled with awe before him. They put their faith in the Lord and in his servant, Moses. Most of you are familiar, I'm sure, with the story of the Israelites crossing the Red Sea. But for those who are not, here's the basics. Israel had been being chased by the Egyptian army after being delivered as slaves from the land of Egypt. And they came to the edge of the Red Sea. Now that is talking about being between a rock and a hard place. Egyptian army at your back and the Red Sea at your front and hundreds of thousands of people to get across it. How do you do it? And the Lord spoke to Moses and told him to raise his staff out over the water and that the water would divide and an east wind blew strongly all night long so that the, the ground would be dry for them to walk through the Red Sea. At their back between them and the Egyptian army stood a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. And they began to cross the Red Sea on dry ground. When the children of Israel were completely across, the Lord told Moses to hold up his hands again and that the water would then consume the Egyptian army and all their chariots. And that's exactly what happened. The scripture says that the children of Israel even saw the bodies of the Egyptians washing up on the shore. This is an insanely victorious moment. A massive group of slaves have just seen victory over an Egyptian army, over chariots and horses and swords when they had nothing but the clothes on their back and what they had been able to carry with them out of Egypt. But it didn't matter because they had God on their side. You see, much of what Israel endured in this season was not about Israel at all. It wasn't about them. It was about bringing glory to God. It was about bringing glory to God. It was for the glory of God to be made known in all of the known earth. You see in this passage that the Egyptian, Egyptians even say out loud, God is fighting for them. God is fighting for them. The people who had held them captive, the people who worshipped any other God except the one true living God, they saw that God, the, the one true living God, was fighting for the people of Israel. God put his power on display 
through the plagues, through the crossing of the Red Sea, through so many other miracles in this season of scripture. Both Israel and Egypt knew God better after these events. They knew God more intimately. They understood who he was more deeply after these events. We want to have some complicated, grander purpose for what we endure because we want to know that what we endure is worth it. That there was a reason that we went through this. Maybe God brought us through this situation so that we could become some incredible Christian. But oftentimes the things that we endure are simply for the glory of God. Simply for the glory of God. That we would be made walking, talking billboards for His glory. That we would be walking, talking billboards that proclaim the character of Christ. That's often why we endure. And any benefits that we may have attributed to us after we endure a trial, those are just the cherry on top of the cake. The cake is actually God being glorified through our lives. I hope that whatever you might be going through right now, whatever situation God is bringing you through, I hope that you look at it a little bit differently after reading this passage, after seeing that the scripture said, when the people of Israel saw the mighty power that the Lord had unleashed against the Egyptians, they were filled with awe before him. I hope that you find that sense of awe when you see God at work in your life, whether he's bringing you through a trial or whether he's showing himself in the middle of your situation and you see the hand of God at work in your life. When you see miracles big or small in every area, in resolving marital issues, in helping you to be a better parent, in creating peace in your relationships, in giving you financial wisdom or provision, in touching your health and healing your body or your mind or your spirit or your heart in the things that he works through your ministry in the things that he works through your witness i pray that you find awe before him i pray that you stand before him and say wow wow Look at my God. Look at the God that I serve. I pray that you realize that your life is meant to be a walking, talking billboard for the glory of Jesus Christ. That what you endure is not always about you. It's not punishment that you're enduring necessarily. It might just be that God would be able to show up in your dire situation and make himself known both to you and to those around you, believers and unbelievers alike. Both the Egyptians and the Israelites came through this season of deliverance for the children of Israel, knowing who God was. How many Egyptians do you think knew God, knew who he was, had knowledge of him before the 10 plagues began in Egypt? How many Egyptians do you think knew who God was on the other side of it. How many of the people around you, the, those that you come in contact with day to day at work or at school, in play dates or mommy groups, how many people around you do not know who Christ is? They don't have knowledge of his character. And yet here comes a season of trial in your life and they watch you. 
and they see you carry something heavy with hope and with grace and with faith and with trust, calling on the name of Jesus. And how many people that did not know him before your trial do you think know him more intimately on the other side of it? What we endure is not always about us. What we endure is often simply for the glory of God. Go and read Exodus chapter 14. And if no one has told you lately, you are loved and you are cherished and you are valuable. You have beautiful and tremendous worth, my sweet friend. And that worth is far above rubies. Thank you for being here with me today, and I will see you all again tomorrow. God bless you.